0: Podcasting from Boston, Massachusetts, the city of Innovation, Education, and of course, Fenway Park. This is TI Clergy Corner, bringing you timely, insightful, and impactful sermons from Temple Israel of Boston. In this episode, we'll hear Rabbi Elaine Zecker's Shabbat Awakenings, a reflection as we make our way toward Shabbat entitled "The Timeless and timeliness Words of Rabbi Roland Gittelson." This week, the Boston Globe. In an Opinion Piece by Jeff Jacobi, shared part of the eulogy composed by our past senior rabbi, Roland Gittleson, whose memory is blessed, the first Jewish chaplain to serve the Marine Corps at the dedication on March 21, 1945, for the cemetery of Iwo Jima, after the prolonged battle. Though his sermon was meant for all those gathered, Rabbi Gittleson ended up offering it only to the Jewish servicemen present as a conciliatory act to prevent controversy. His message eventually reached far more people. These past weeks have seen the horror of gun violence across this nation. We have witnessed hatred and anti-Semitism in full display. Blood shed then in 1945 and before in war and blood shed now must not be in vain. Rabbi Gittleson's call to carry on the struggle and to pursue what he called a new freedom for all humanity remains with us still. May his words and memory bring blessing and peace. I humbly offer these words written by Rabbi Roland Gittleson. This is perhaps the grimmest and surely the holiest task we have faced since D-Day. Here before us lie the bodies of comrades and friends, men who until yesterday or last week laughed with us, joked with us, trained with us, men who were on the same ships with us and went over the sides with us as we prepared to hit the beaches of this island, men who fought with us and feared with us, Somewhere in this plot of ground there may lie the individual who could have discovered the cure for cancer. Under one of these Christian crosses or beneath a Jewish star of David, there may rest now an individual who was destined to be a great prophet, to find the way, perhaps, for all to live in plenty, with poverty and hardship no more, for none. Now they lie here silently in this sacred soil, and we gather to consecrate this earth in their memory. It is not easy to do so. Some of us have buried our closest friends here. We saw these men killed before our very eyes. Any one of us might have died in their places. Indeed, some of us are alive and breathing at this very moment only because men who lie here beneath us Had the courage and strength to give their lives for ours. To speak in memory of such men as these is not easy. Of them, too, can it be said with utter truth The world will little note nor long remember what we say here. It can never forget what they did here. No, our poor power of speech can add nothing to what these men and the other dead of our division who are not here have already done. All that we can even hope to do is follow their example, to show the same selfless courage in peace that they did in war, to swear that by the grace of God and the stubborn strength and power of human will, their sons and ours shall never suffer these pains again, These men have done their job well. They have paid the ghastly price of freedom. If that freedom be once again lost, as it was after the last war, the unforgivable blame will be ours, not theirs. So it will be the living who are here to be dedicated and consecrated. We dedicate ourselves first to live together in peace the way they fought and are buried in war. Here lie men who loved America because their ancestors generations ago helped in her founding and other men who loved her with equal passion because they themselves or their own fathers escaped from oppression to her beloved shores. Here lie officers and privates, blacks and whites, rich and poor together. Here are Protestants, Catholics and Jews, together. Here no man prefers another because of his faith or despises him because of his color. Here there are no quotas of how many from each group are admitted or allowed. Among these men there is no discrimination, no prejudice, no hatred. Theirs is the highest and purest democracy. Anyone among us, among us the living, who fails to understand that, will thereby betray those who lie here. Whoever of us lifts his hand in hate against another or thinks himself superior to those who happen to be in the minority makes of this ceremony and of the bloody sacrifice it commemorates an empty, hollow mockery. To this them, as our solemn, sacred duty, do we the living now dedicate ourselves to the right Protestants, Catholics, and Jews of all races alike to enjoy the democracy for which all of them have here paid the price. To one thing more do we consecrate ourselves in memory of those who sleep beneath these crosses and stars, We shall not foolishly suppose, as did the last generation of America's fighting, that victory on the battlefield will automatically guarantee the triumph of democracy at home. This war, with all its frightful heartache and suffering, is but the beginning of our generation's struggle for democracy. When the last battle has been won, there will be those at home as there were last time, who will want us to turn our backs in selfish isolation on the rest of organized humanity and thus to sabotage the very peace for which we fight. We promise you who lie here, we will not do that. We will join hands with Britain, China, Russia in peace, even as we have in war to build the kind of world for which you died when the last shot has been fired, there there will still be those eyes that are turned backward, not forward, who will be satisfied with those wide extremes of poverty and wealth in which the seeds of another war can breed. We promise you, our departed comrades, this, too, we will not permit. This war has been fought by the common man, Its fruits of peace must be enjoyed by the common man. We promise by all that is sacred and holy that your sons, the sons of miners and millers, the sons of farmers and workers, will inherit from your death the right to a living that is decent and secure. When the final cross has been placed in the last cemetery, once again, There will be those to whom profit is more important than peace, who will insist with the voice of sweet reasonableness and appeasement that it is better to trade with the enemies of mankind than by crushing them to lose their profit. To you who sleep here silently, we give our promise. We will not listen. We will not forget that some of you were burnt with oil that came from American wells, that many of you were killed by shells fashioned from American steel. We we promise that when once again people seek profit at your expense, we shall remember how you looked when we placed you reverently, lovingly in the ground. This do we memorialize those who, having ceased living with us, now live Within us. Thus do we consecrate ourselves, the living, to carry on the struggle they began. Too much blood has gone into this soil for us to let it lie barren. Too much pain and heartache have fertilized the earth on which we stand. We here solemnly swear this shall not be in vain. Out of this and from the suffering and sorrow of those who mourn, this will come. We promise the birth of a new freedom for all humanity everywhere. And let us say, Amen. By Rabbi Roland Goodison. This has been a Temple Israel of Boston production. Join us next time for another episode of T.I. Clergy Corner.